Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do none of you understand what is at stake here? I am being replaced. Think about why the show is bad and come up with ways to fix it. I wish I was a woman of color so I could just get me a job I want. We talked about this. You can't say that. I know what everyone thinks of me, but just because I was lucky enough to get this job doesn't mean I'm stupid enough to lose it. What exactly is wrong with my bits? You're a little old and a little white. What can I do about that? The phenomenon of the late-night television chat show is one that has largely passed us by here in New Zealand. Does anybody remember that ventriloquist Strassman insulting B-list celebrities through the medium of a puppet called Chuck Wood? Not a high point in Kiwi TV history, that one. But in America, these things are huge. Each network appears to have at least three of these shows playing progressively later at night, and star hosts like Johnny Carson, David Letterman and Jay Leno ended up becoming some of the most powerful people in show business. Current big-name hosts include Stephen Colbert, James Corden, Seth Meyers and Jimmy Fallon. And I'm sure the astute amongst you have identified the similarities between them. There has never been a female regular late-night host. Stars like Oprah and Ellen dominate the daytime. So we're already in the realm of fantasy when we see the film Late Night is centred on a veteran host who also happens to be a woman. Catherine Newbery, played by Emma Thompson, has been hosting the fictional TV show Late Night for nearly 30 years after being discovered as an edgy English alternative comedian, one of those people that Thompson herself would have hung out with in the days of the comic strip in London. She's successful, brilliant and devastating. But at this point in her career, you wouldn't describe her as beloved. Jen and I just had our second baby. Taylor, adorable, huh? She takes off to you. Yeah, thanks. So there's just a lot of expenses at home right now, and I think it's time for a raise. I see. This is actually very exciting to me. Really? Great. Because what you're describing is the most clear-cut example of the classic sexist argument for the advancement of men in the workplace. You're asking for a raise not because of any work-related contribution you've made, but simply because you have a family. And that's why in the 1950s, family men were promoted over the women they worked with. I've never encountered it, actually, in such a clean, teachable way. Replacing this hapless writer, her producer Brad, played by the always reliable Dennis O'Hare, is told to find a woman for the writer's room, and preferably a woman of colour, because the writing staff that Newbury has paid so little attention to is overwhelmingly white and male. There's only one candidate that fits that description, Mindy Kaling as Molly Patel, a quality control officer from a chemical plant in Pennsylvania with dreams of a career in comedy. Despite having no experience in New York, let alone in entertainment TV, she's hired and no one expects her to last beyond the 18-week probation period. But something else is up. A new executive, played by Amy Ryan, wants to shake things up. Maybe Catherine's time in the spotlight is about to come to an end. I came to tell you this year is your last. What? This season is your last. 
You're cancelling the show? No, I'm cancelling you. The show is irrelevant. The ratings reflect that. Do you want to know who Jimmy Fallon had on last Tuesday when you had Doris Kearns Goodwin? Robert Downey Jr. They washed a sheepdog together. Glorious. Oh, I'm sorry, Caroline. Should I have played Giant Connect Four with her or perhaps sung a karaoke song on the back of a tandem bicycle? It's Doris Kearns Goodwin. She's a national treasure. Agreed. I only wish she'd been an Avenger instead of writing books about Abraham Lincoln. She could be an Avenger if she tried. Now things are getting desperate. Catherine has to turn things around and become loved by America once again. Molly might be the very person who can soften that marble exterior and help her rediscover the talent that won all those Emmys and Golden Globes. But then again, she might not. Everyone knows that Molly is a diversity hire, which means that nobody wants to listen to her ideas. I don't know. Maybe I just move back to Pennsylvania. Can I give you some advice? You need to shut up. Excuse me? If you hear something you don't agree with, you have to resist the urge to give your opinion. I will not be marginalized by the iron fist of white privilege that pervades this work environment. I am not trying to silence your strong female Indian woman of color spirit. Hashtag me too. Trans is beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. You're still a new writer with no experience. You need to stop giving advice and write something. You're a writer, so write. Luckily, Molly has pluck. And as written and performed by Mindy Kaling, who might be best known to Kiwi audiences from her TV show The Mindy Project or the American version of The Office or the blockbuster Oprah Winfrey movie A Wrinkle in Time, which was shot here a couple of years ago. As written and performed by Kaling, she is funny, self-deprecating, honest and ambitious. She's a truth teller and they always get what they want. At least they usually do in the movies. Can I just remind everybody here that the stakes could not be higher so, I thought I would take a step back and see what wasn't working. This is what I do at Quality Control at the chemical plant, and I thought I would do that here. The headline of my analysis is complacency. I think people get very excited when you share your beliefs. So what you just said about the Miss America pageant, that was awesome. When you reveal those kind of strong opinions, it's when you really come alive as a performer. That's when I come alive as a performer? Yeah. Could I see that? Absolutely. What's the solution? Oh, I don't have one. Just to be clear, you don't have any new ideas or jokes? OK, I've been doing this job for nearly 30 years and I know what works and I'll tell you what doesn't work. An absurdly confident newcomer coming in, criticising my show and giving me her assessment of my comic persona. I have not changed. The audience has changed. They don't want smart comedy. They want Kevin Hart on a slip and slide. So let's just give them what they want. Who's the most tacky, famous person out there? As you can probably tell, Emma Thompson was born for this. She's always been brilliantly funny and intelligent, probably too much so to get bogged down in nightly television when she can be winning Oscars for her own screenwriting. And it's a pleasure to see her given a character that she can really get her teeth into, especially when you consider that she is pathologically unable to be untruthful on screen. There's a whole self up there behind the bitchy caricature. And when she's alongside the also-wonderful John Lithgow as her ailing husband, Walter, the film really lights up. For a change, it's the men who are mostly clichés. The writer's room is exactly as grey as everyone describes it. O'Hare, playing Brad the producer, is on a complete hiding to nothing when we all have memories of the late great Rip Torn in a similar role for the classic sitcom The Larry Sanders Show. Late Night is written and directed by young women of colour. This is director Nisha Ganatra's first big screen release in nearly 15 years. 
It was cheap as chips to make, relatively speaking, and it has plenty of heart. If you liked Kumail Nanjani's comedy The Big Sick from a few years ago, you'll like this one. Amazon did. They bought them both, so that's the streaming service this one will end up on. I need you, Molly. I need your pushiness and lack of boundaries. You love me. No, I didn't say that. I No. I mean, not in those words, but you... No, I didn't say it in any of those words. Late Night is rated M for offensive language and sexual references, and it is playing in wide release across New Zealand now.